Hello, welcome to Wide Love Sports. Today I am joined by Montana State basketball player Amin Adamu. How are you doing today? I'm all good, man. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. So I want to, you know, first off, start this out by just asking what started your love for basketball? What started my love? Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This scene, I used to, it started from just watching my dad play. Like I used to see my dad play. He he played in Africa. And just when he was around, he used to, he used to always, he, we, we always had a hoop in our, in, our front, in our front door. And he always used to play. And I always used to watch him play. And like I was inspired by it because he kept going consistently. And then just at one point, I just asked him, I want to play basketball. And then he sort of just helps me out from there on. Well, that's awesome for sure. So you're from England. Um, yeah. How did you get recruited to Montana State from England? Um, so I sort of went to, I, I sort of went to JUCO route first. But as I went to the JUCO route, they were sort of keeping me on notice. So they were like in contact with me throughout my process in JUCO. So I went to Western Wyoming Community College first, and then okay. I transferred to Casper College. And throughout the, throughout the whole tab, they were still in contact with me, keeping in touch, seeing how I was doing. So they sort of kept, they sort of kept, it was a close connection that made me, that made me commit to them at the end of the day, because they was always in contact letting, with especially the assistant coach, Coach Haslam. He's from England as well, so he sort of has his connection with a lot of European players and there's him recruiting a lot of international guys to Montana State. So he does a really good job with that and just him keeping in contact, talking to me all the time, letting me know how I'm doing, just talking to me about my game, just watching my games in Juco, letting me know what I could do to be better and stuff like that. So it was mainly that. That's awesome. So, you know, there is kind of, an international feel to the Bobcats. You know, you have yourself, Jabril, and there are a few others. How is it, or how does it feel to have that, you know, international kind of group together on the team? Uh, it feels good. I feel, I feel comfortable with anything. Like, having Jabril, having great on the team, knowing that they're both from England, like I sort of had, two people I'm around all the time all the time that I can relate to and just talk about things that we know that's going on in like back home and to also share our culture with our teammates that are American is also amazing because they like they embrace our culture they're always they're fascinated fascinated with how we talk with our slang and like if so it feels more welcoming at the same time because it's vice versa with us we embrace the American culture a lot and they give it back to us. So it's, it's good to have international guys on the team. So how much of a culture shock was Bozeman, Montana for you? Oh, it was a culture shock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a big culture shock. Like, I'm not really used to seeing mountains when you were, like, when I wake up with just, like, this type of scenery, just a lot of landscape and stuff, and just a lot of open roads. Like, I'm used to congested roads traffic everywhere I go, pedestrians <laughs> walking on the pavements and stuff like it's, Yeah, it was a big culture shock. <laughs> For sure. So help me remember, Amin, um, have you been at MSU when there was the last coach? I think it was Coach Fish. No, I wasn't there when he was okay. there. I came, 
I came in the year Sprinkle was the new head coach. Oh, so you've, you've had Sprinkle all three years? Yeah. Awesome. So what is he like as a coach? Because, I mean, I see him on the sidelines, and he seems like a super energetic guy all throughout the game. What is he like as a head coach? Uh, he, as real as they can get. Like, he's one of the realest coach to coach me. Like, he does <laughs> – He's one of them type of coaches that doesn't sugarcoat anything. Like he'll tell you, he'll he'll he knows your game and he'll tell you about your game and he can tell you how to improve on it and all the other aspects towards it. And just him being my coach really helps me a lot. He helped me grow as a human off the court and on the court as well. And it's like his presence, his presence is always welcoming. Everyone likes him. He has the vibe that <laughs> that's just unbreakable. Uh, he has his bad days as well when when he when he when he's in the mood like we all got we got to adapt to it but that's just who he is and I'm grateful I'm grateful I had him as a coach. Oh, that's so cool to hear. I mean, it kind of seems like the Bobcats just had an amazing year all around. I mean, you had football that went to the national championship. Yeah. Both the girls and boys basketball teams did super well and went to March Madness. It just seems so cool. So. What was that year like being an athlete for the school that kind of just seemed to have everything going? I mean, it was amazing. Like, just seeing all the other teams being successful in their own sport, it sort of felt like Montana State sending a message to America and it's like putting us on notice of like, we were really, we're really a good team. It's a good program as well. So I felt like just the fact that all other teams were able to be successful, like football, women's basketball um men's tennis we recently just became the regular season champions um who was track and field they were successful like it was it was great it was a great year for us just being able to be a part of it and just witness it it was amazing for sure definitely so i have to ask you went to march madness what was that experience (laughs) like to even get to go i mean i know the result didn't end up great but yeah (laughs) Nah, it was amazing. Like, it's something I always wanted to do, always wanted to be a part of since I was young. Just dreaming about it, watching it on TV all the time, looking at all the highlights back home and just, like, picturing myself there. And then being able to be in that situation was amazing. Like, just the atmosphere, everything. Like, it really excites you just being in that moment. That's awesome. So what was your favourite part of being down there for that experience? Um, just the bond I had with them, with my teammates. Like, we all we was all on the same page. We all had our dreams to be at March Madness and just being able to, like, experience it with them. Like, we've worked so hard during throughout the whole year. And I feel like it showed that our hard work really came through and it really came into place because we all reached our destination. For sure. So, you know, as I watched this year, it seemed like... um. Coach Sprinkle really emphasized defense. Yeah. How hard do you guys work on your defense in every practice that you guys have? Uh, it's mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> we, we sort of like man, we sort of became comfortable with just enjoying defense more than offense. Because uh, with the guys we have on our team, we know we can score. Like where we know we're capable of scoring anytime we want. So. In order, in order for us to become successful, is on the defensive aspect. And Coach Coach Sprinkle, he knows, like he strives on defense. Like he he doesn't 
settle down for. He don't settle for less with anything. Like he he likes defense. For but, sure. Now, nah, throughout the whole year, that's that was our emphasis, and we know, especially the seniors, we mainly led the young guys in letting them know that defense wins game wins championships. That's so true across all sports. Defense is what wins it, right? Yeah. <laughs> for sure. So one moment in the Bobcats year that I think will go down is probably one of the best plays is Raekwon Battles three-quarter shot against Northern Colorado. I think it actually made number one on ESPN. How cool was that to live that moment with your team and just relive that whole moment? It's so like... (laughs) It felt like you feel like a kid in the playground trying to trying to just, mem- just memorize yourself just being in a position where you have to make a game in the shot. It's like our end of the seasons, everything. It was amazing. Like to this day, like it's even hard to describe it because you sort of had to be in that moment to really like see it for yourself. But it was one of the one of the greatest things I've been a part of. Just being seeing my brother hit that shot, like it was crazy. Oh, man, I remember being in my living room just so hyped. So I can only imagine what it was like being on the sideline with him. And yeah. That's, awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. So, um, you know, I know that you've grad or you either have graduated or will be graduating. No, will, um, do you have any ambitions to go play overseas or anything like that to continue basketball? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's the plan right now. Just trying to see if I can play overseas just in talks with agents and stuff like that. So that's right, the process right now. But that is my, that is the goal after I graduate to play overseas. Awesome. Would you want to go play back at home in England if you could? Um, If I could, I mean, that's not really the plan right now. But I'm always, I'm always open to it. Like playing back home is amazing. Like you wouldn't want to play back home. Right. But it's <laughs> just exploring, this like exploring Europe and seeing... I was seeing where I can go. That's awesome. And I mean, you never know. European basketball, they do get people to come over to play in the NBA. So maybe if you play well over there, you'd get a shot in the NBA. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome. So, you know, I have to ask, it seemed like the team this year really bonded. So how did you guys build that bond together to where you guys just, I mean, it just seemed like you gelled so well. Uh, it just it sort of started when we all came back in June for summer camp, and where we all started getting to know each other. We had a lot of time to to each other because it was pretty much the only team in the in the town. Like all the athletes were back home, so it was just the only team on campus, pretty much. So it was just everyone figuring out who's who, this every figuring out everyone's identity, personality, and stuff. It was so it was good because was able to adapt from it and just like gain a lot of laughter from it and realizing who's the who's gonna be the funniest guy on the team, the the, the clumsiest guy, just anything. But the bond our bond started last summer and this it sort of progressed throughout the whole season and it just grew from then. Yeah, I mean it was evident even on you know from afar the chemistry that the team had all t- together just was awesome to see. Yeah, no, it was great. It was our whole concept was just us buying in to everything, and you buy in when you buy in, you see a lot of you see a lot of outcomes, and you see like 
<laughs> you can be a part of something big once you buy in, that like, you, you see yourself winning, or you be, being yourself, being on the biggest stage and all sorts. So it was For great. Sure. For sure. So one thing about your game that I absolutely love is you're able to spot up and shoot over just about anybody from yeah. inside the three-point line. How did you get that shot? And is it something you worked on or is it something that you just like had naturally? Uh, it's something I've worked on. I feel like it's something I've worked on and something that came naturally. Because with my type of play, I'm, I'm an athletic type of player. So I like attacking the I like attacking the basket a lot and just having a, a some sort of edge against my opponent. I always feel like it's personal with me whenever whenever whoever's guarding me. So it's just like the, any type of shot I get up, like I'm gonna get. <laughs> so like things like that, like I do work on that a lot. This ways of finishing around the rim, just getting to my spots and just working on it, and it's helped out a lot. Awesome. So, you know, the Cat Grizz rivalry is huge in the state of Montana. What was it yeah. like to play in those games? Oh, it was amazing. Like, we played in front of a sold-out crowd, uh, just competing. Like, that's something you dream for, play doing that, just embracing that atmosphere and just being a part of a rivalry game that's big. Like, it was amazing. I had, I had, I had, a, great, I had a great time playing them, for sure. That's awesome. So besides the brick, which I think is probably the best stadium in the Big Sky, no bias at all. <laughs> um, what was your favorite place to play in the Big Sky? Um. Wow, I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm too. When it comes to that, I'm too biased. Like I always say, I I like the brick a lot. <laughs> it is a great place to play, so I don't blame yeah. you for liking it. <laughs> oh, if anything, I would say Weber State. They have a pretty nice arena. They really yeah, is. They if after us, I'll say Weber State. <laughs> yeah, Weber State is pretty nice. That's for sure. But I still yeah. think the brick is better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. So you know, the Big Sky is quite competitive. I mean. Weber State's always good. Eastern Washington's always good. The Grizz are good. The Bobcats are good. How important is it to have that competition in your conference? Um, it's, I feel like it makes it it makes it exciting. Just how knowing that you can compete against other teams, they know who you are. You know who they are. And keeping that rivalry going, that edge going towards us. Just having a fight, like it keep it makes it fun and exciting and to go to approach the game. Like I feel like this year, Weber State was a team that we sort of went back and forth with in terms of like having having big games and it was fun. It was fun to be a part of because that's what that's the type of games you live for and you embrace. And that Weber State team had some really good players that yeah, yeah they were really good. No, they were for sure. So the Big Sky Tournament's in Boise, and I think that's a really cool place that they have it at. What is that yeah. atmosphere like? You know, the whole, like, arena, just everything about it. What is it like? It was it was fun. Like, it's, it was really fun. I feel like our whole, our whole time there, literally the three days we were there, where we was playing, it was just surrounded by Bobcat fans, which made it more exciting because – 
with regardless of all the teams that were there and their crowd, I feel like we did have the most crowd, the most fans, especially in the championship game. And the fact that they were embracing us, just their support, like it helped us a lot throughout that whole time there. And just being able to win it, it was, it was more than fun. Oh, for sure. And then, I mean, both the girls and boys swept it this year. That was yeah. so cool to see. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I don't, I'm not too sure if that's ever happened before, but... <laughs> I don't know if it has. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's happened, but the the fact that they were they were able to do that and we were able to do it, I, that's history. <laughs> it is history, and you're a part of it for sure. So, um, <laughs> where do you see Bobcat basketball being in the next couple of years? Um, I see it in the next couple of years. I see it in a bigger stage, just on the rise, just them. Just development and any everything like every aspect like on and off the floor. I feel like Coach Springfield's doing a good job. Like he came here three years ago and he was able to turn change the program around. I don't think any coaches there's not a lot of coaches that can do that. So no. I feel like every year the Bobcats keep getting better and better. So it's still in good hands. For sure. So my final question here for you is um. You know, you obviously have been benefited the transfer portal, being able to transfer after your junior college. But do you see that being good or bad for college sports? Because it seems like people are coming and going pretty frequently. Yeah, it's, you see, with things like that, I, I have talks about the transfer pool with my teammate, just like seeing if it's beneficial or no, just because we see a lot, of, a lot of players entering the transfer pool and it's like, Wow, like sometimes it's shocking, sometimes it's not. But for me, I feel like it's a hit or miss because some guys can transfer to a better situation, or some guys could transfer to a better situation but not get the but not get the outcome they need. So it's like I don't, I don't, I'm not too sure. I don't want to, I don't want to have a, I don't want to tell no one don't enter the chance for for nothing. Like I've just seen it both ways. I've seen guys be successful off it. I've seen guys not being successful off it. So it's like, if you're going to enter the transfer pool, we'll make sure you're doing it right and make sure your decision's on point and trust the people you you just trust the people you go to. No, for sure. I mean, I definitely think there's situations where the transfer portal's a good thing to have for sure. Yeah. No, for 100%. 100%. Definitely. Well, hey, Amin, I want to thank you so much for your time and thank you for coming on. It's been great to have you on and it's been great watching you on the Bobcats. Sad I don't get to do that anymore, but hope you have a great basketball future ahead. Thanks for having me. All right, you have a great rest of your night. Thanks, you too.